Welcome to church. Welcome to College Street and welcome home. You guys glad to be here today? Wasn't that a powerful song? Holy. That song was uh, written by our worship band. Yeah, it's about to. Yeah, you can give it up for them. Powerful song. I absolutely love this time of year, not just because it's my best friend's birthday, uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, speaking of birthdays, actually, Pastor Steph's birthday is tomorrow. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Steph. Well, welcome. I was excited about this message. That's an understatement. I was really excited. Um, I'm one of those guys that gets crazy around Christmas in a good way. I love Christmas. I love the decorations. I love all the stuff. You know, I've got a lot of good memories growing up in the Funk family home. My mom went all out. I don't know if you have a mom like that or dad like that, but I'm talking everything from decorations to goodies to stockings. You know, it was a... Christmas was a whole, we celebrated Christmas like for the whole month. Wouldn't that be cool, girls? Celebrate Christmas for the whole month? Yeah, so I, I'm already there. I don't know if you're there, but I'm already there. And um, yeah, it's kind of a big deal around the home. And my mom put a lot of detail into every little thing, including wrapping gifts. She put so much love into gift wrapping she had those gifts that you know you felt bad about unwrapping they're so beautiful you're like how do I somehow get that goodness out without destroying the wrapping paper my dad on the other hand <laughs> could probably care less about wrapping and the money that probably goes into wrapping a lot of times my dad would leave the price tags on the gift and I, I think honestly that was because he wanted us to know how much he spent <laughs> I love you dad you know, when it came to wrapping the gift, you know, his MO was, you know, just put a sheet on it, put a, put a towel on it, put a blanket on it, because really, it's what's inside that counts, right? Whether that's just an excuse for not spending more money and being thrifty, I don't know. But um, what's the best gift that you were ever given? Think about it for a moment. Do you have a moment that you can remember back in your childhood where you got a gift that was so memorable? And then when you got that gift, you weren't even sure if you could use it to its full potential. Can you think of one? I'll share one with you. I was 12 years old. And again, my dad wrapped it all beautifully in a bed sheet. And I went and I uncovered that sheet and underneath it was a drum set. And I'm telling you, yes, things got a little louder in the funk home. But you know, I looked at those drums and I wondered if I would ever be able to use them to the full potential with that gift that was given to me. And have you ever received an unexpected gift? You know, we've received unexpected news in this season, and unfortunately, not all the news we've received has been good news. But not today. Not this season. We're going to celebrate the good news of Christ in Christmas. How about that? Well, let's go through the Christmas story together. And let's unwrap the best gift that was ever given that came in an unexpected way. If you have your Bibles, why don't you turn to Luke 1. And we're going to start in verses 26 to 27. And it says this in verse 26. It says, In the sixth month 
of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel Gabriel to Nazareth, to a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. You see, Elizabeth was the cousin to Mary. This all plays an important role. She wasn't able to have kids, and God saw the need and sent an angel to Elizabeth's husband, who was serving as a priest in the temple, and told him that his wife would have a child and that he should call that child John. Later, we would know him as John the Baptist. And if we read scripture, it says that that baby would be born, well, even before the baby was born, would have the Holy Spirit. Pretty wild, eh? And that this baby would grow up to be a man and would turn the heads of the unrighteous to the righteous, would have the children that are disobedient come to the wisdom of the righteous and their parents and would make a way for the way, Jesus. In verse 28, it says, The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. You won. Won what, you might add. The Lord is with you. And Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this would be. I don't know if you've had those random numbers calling you lately that you've won. (laughs) Is this God or is this just something else? What kind of greeting would this be? This series is all about lighting our world. And we light our world through the flame of favor. It says that she was favored. You who are highly favored. You see, favor will get you further. And favor comes from our Heavenly Father. It is something that I've learned to pray before I start my day. I say, Lord, may your favor be upon me. May it be upon this church, upon this community, upon my family. The Lord is with you, the angel said. The Lord is with you. And if the Lord is with you, then who can be against you, says Romans 8, 31. He is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He is with you. He goes before you and prepares a table before your enemies. He is with you. Says Mary was troubled at these words, and wouldn't you be? Angel shows up. Has good news ever brought you trouble? Well, let me rephrase that. Has good news ever been followed by bad news? Yes or no? Right? Because really good and bad, they don't go together. Why do I say that? Because our God is a good God. A good God. There's no bad in him. And James 1.17 says that everything good comes from, say it with me, God. Every perfect gift is from him. And these good gifts come down from our heavenly father who made all the lights in the sky. Just pause there for a moment. 
Next time you're feeling down, look up and remember this promise. It is way bigger than your problem. But God never changes like the shadows from those lights. He is always the same. Say he is always the same. What gift has God given you that he's asking you to use to shine? To bring a little light in a dark world right now. You see, because if you don't use that gift, what happens to it? It goes bad. You know, we've been in a little bit of a fuel crisis here in the Fraser Valley, and still every time I go fill up, I don't know if you do the honest thing, and you're like, uh, 30, there it is, 30 liters. That's what we could put in, right? But you know, even fuel, if it isn't used and you're just storing it up, it will go bad. It will go bad. I looked it up. So it must be true. And you wonder why sometimes you're storing and you're hoarding things and then you think you're going to use them a year later and your engine starts knocking. You got to use it. Don't abuse it. Right, James? Verse 31 says, you will conceive and give birth to a son. Here it comes. You won. And you are to call him Jesus. That's the news. Number two is we light our world by giving birth to what we believe, right? Because you will always move in the direction of your greatest thought. Would you agree? What you focus on is what you give power to. What's inside of you that God wants to birth out of you to bring light to this world? It's probably going to come in a different way than you thought, in an unexpected way. You see, because the Messiah, it first came with a message, but then he showed up in a different way, didn't he? He wasn't born in a palace. He was born in a manger. A different way. They were looking for someone to, to deliver them, to rescue them. They weren't looking for a child, a baby. And verse 32 says, he will be great and he will be called the son of the most high. He's the name above every other name. There's no light brighter than the name of Jesus. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever and his kingdom will never end. For eternity, his kingdom will never end. The son of the most high reigning over all of us, all of his descendants, and a kingdom that will never end. Yes, you can clap for that. I think that was Rick over there, Andrew. Come on, clap for the word of God. Don't clap for what I say, clap for what God says. Lift that word up higher than mine. And verse 34 says, how will this be? Mary asked the angel, I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. 
how will this be? How will this be? Have you ever caught yourself saying those words, how, Lord, how, how will this be? Many times we, we discount the miracle or we abort it before it's even born. How will this be? We get so hung up on the how and we miss what God wants to do right now, Kamala. Right now, Rick. More important than the what we know is the who. Jesus. The scripture says that the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. See, we light our world by allowing the Spirit to see what will be. Are you, how, how and who are you being led by in this season? There's only one thing, one thing that's going to get you through and to the Father, and that's the Son. And He has left us the Holy Spirit. Remember, I said to the men this morning in our men's devotional, I said, we can't discount the Holy Spirit. We, we, we need the Holy Spirit. Jesus wouldn't have said, it's good that I go. I'm going to leave with you the Holy Spirit. You can't discount a member of the family. You can't say, well, I'm just going to pray to God the Father. I'm not going to pray to the Son, and I'm going to do without the Holy Spirit. No, you can't discount your destiny. It's, your, it's, our, it's our family. They're all one, three in one. We allow the Holy Spirit to see. You know, he gives you the gifts that are needed. It says he distributes the gifts as needed. The gift of prophecy, the gift of discernment. How else will you see? You know, it's really cool that all of this was prophesied through the Holy Spirit, through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 7, 14. 700 years before this would take place, this encounter with, with Mary and, and the angel, 700 years. It says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and be called Emmanuel, God with us. 700 years. Some of us, myself included, get hard waiting a day, let alone a week. A year, try 700. But don't worry about what God is already working on. And one of the things that God has put on my heart in this season is you need to know that you don't need to fight for victory. You can fight from victory because it's already been done. It's already been won. The gift's already been given. You just got to receive it and fight from it. the Holy Spirit will come on you. The Holy Spirit is God's power working in us and through us. You see, the Holy Spirit continues to touch us, but it also continues to torch the flame that is inside of us. Not by my strength, but by my spirit, says the Lord. We receive the Holy Spirit, first of all, by receiving the Son, Jesus, and then by asking and, and through baptism. It's been on my heart lately. 
I'm one of those, those doers. You know, Mark and, and I, I don't know if Mark's here today. There's so many of you. I can't see you all. Mark and I were, were building a little stage for our kids. We're doing a big renovation for our kids. It, it's amazing. And he kept saying, Pastor Matt, he says, don't put the, the cart before the horse. Because <laughs> if you know me, I'm a doer. And I'm already thinking three, four, five steps ahead. I'm a visionary. We're going to do this, 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 and this, and this. And I'm like, well, hang on. <laughs> hang on. I'm tacking things on before you can even cut them, right? And I think we do that a lot of times, especially in this season of Christmas. Get the gifts and all that stuff, and we put it before Christ. And we make moves without first going to our maker. We advance before we ask, but that's not the way it's supposed to work. In Luke eleven thirteen, 13, it says, And if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to him who asks? All you got to do is ask. Let's go to verse 37. For no word from God will ever fail. Whose word? God's word. No word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. And so the story continues. You see, God's word is our wick to light our world. It's his word. When you're trying to get through this world, you better first go to his word. No surprises in here. Be ready. Be willing. Be open to receive the gift that he has for you. And then remember, that gift isn't just for you to get. It's for you to give. And the Lord does not hold back, and neither should we. We serve a Lord who does not hoard. The best gift that was ever given was the birth of Jesus. The brightest light that would overcome the darkest night. Hey, Tracy. Our Savior was sent to overcome sin. The gospel glows in our hearts. The news of Jesus and his birth, a savior that would be born in Bethlehem. You know something cool about Bethlehem? Bethlehem was the place where they would breed and birth the sacrificial lambs. Did you know that? And not the sacrificial lambs for the Passover. Now some of you are like, why are they sacrificing lambs? Okay, hold up. <laughs> Slow down. In the Old Testament, that's what they did. You see, there was always a sacrifice for sin. There was blood that was shed. There was something that had to be given up. And the Passover was a time when they celebrated after 400 years of being in slavery and captivity under, under Pharaoh's authority, being oppressed, held back, God's chosen people. God sent a man named Moses, and there were several signs and things that happened, and the last one was not good. The last one, if you, if you didn't listen and follow and do what, what, what Moses told them to do, and it was to, take a sacri to sacrifice a lamb, a pure and spotless lamb. Listen up, listen up. And to take the blood of that lamb and to put it over 
the doorpost of the home. Come on, listen up. You know where I'm going with this, right? Because that night there would be an angel of death that would pass over and every firstborn son that didn't have a home covered by the blood of the lamb would lose the firstborn son. All those homes of the tribe of Israel, Israelites, God's chosen people, all those homes with the sacrificial blood of the lamb, the, the, the angel of death passed over, didn't touch that home. They're covered. You're covered by the blood of the lamb. You're covered. Say, I'm covered by the blood of the lamb. My family's covered. My home is covered. You are covered. And so the very place Bethlehem, the lamb of God would be born in Bethlehem. And you know, because of that, because of the blood that was covering the homes the next day, they were released. And they were released with blessing to start walking towards their promise. And John the Baptist, remember we talked about John, Elizabeth, baby John? He grew up, He's not, he wasn't a baby anymore. John the Baptist, son of Elizabeth, in John 1.29, he sees Jesus coming and he's busy baptizing people, okay? That's what he did. That's why they called him John the Baptist. And he saw Jesus coming towards him and he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. I've had a gift up here the whole time. And yes, it looks pretty and it's wrapped up and all pretty wrapping. And inside this gift, And I'm telling you, it doesn't matter what it looks like, how it's wrapped. Jesus came wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. But he came to light our world. It's the light that causes us to shine bright. It's the word that would light our world. Psalm 119, 105 says that thy word is a lamp. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Let's not forget what allows us to shine bright. Let's not judge the package because of how it's wrapped. Jesus sent his son and every one of you was made in his image. And what God has put on our heart is he says that just as we do, Matthew 25, just as we do to the least of these brothers and sisters, we do unto him. So don't walk past, don't walk over. Walk to the light. And once you got that light, let it shine bright. I'm so proud of you guys. It wasn't even, well, two weeks ago we said, we got news, there's about 300 homeless people that don't have coats. Whew. We said, we're going to clothe them. God's going to clothe them, but he'll use us. And many of us have many coats, have many colors. <laughs> 
And I watched as you guys came forward because I said that God put on my heart. As I'm looking through my clothes, I don't use that one. Oh, that one's not my favorite. But God said, I gave my best. I don't want your scraps. I want you to give your best. Your family doesn't want your scraps. Your spouse doesn't want your scraps. Your community and your church don't want your scraps. God does not want our scraps. And now I look, you know, we've had over 115, I haven't even counted those coats come in. I watched as people came forward, took the clothes off their, the jacket they wore off. And I'm going to say it again because she sat right there and she might be here. And I'm sorry, I'm going to walk off the camera. You, you, this is happening. But I think there's even another one in here. <laughs> not quite as small as the other one but this is a child's coat and a little girl came forward and she took her <laughs> sorry <laughs> she took her pink coat off and she said this is my favorite coat And I want another little girl to have it. I have more, but this one's my favorite. And I get all emotional over a little kid in a, in a pink coat, but how do you think your heavenly father feels about you? And don't you think for one moment he doesn't love you more than that and see more than that in you and more that he wants to bless you? And it doesn't matter who you are or what you're wrapped in in the season or where you're at. He loves you just the same. Every good and perfect gift comes from our God. James 1.17. Read it this week. Go through it. Your God never changes. He will never change. He is always the same. If you're here in this in this season, I'm, I'm well. If you're here in this house, would you just stand with me for a moment, so I'm not the only one standing. Hopefully, I'm not the only one crying. <laughs> Man, kids have a way to get to your heart, eh? So yeah, we've seen 115 jackets go out all different, all by name. Our youth and our kids have been writing cards. Emily, I saw you, you must've moved, writing cards. And I saw my son the other day, I brought him in to help with some work here in the, in the kids wing. And he's filling out these cards. And then I saw he's got a list of names, like hundreds of names. And he's going name by name and he's stroking them out and writing them down. And I said, who are you writing those cards to? And he says, the homeless and the hurting. By name. 
those those names came in because someone knows them by name God knows you by name he's got a gift for you and part of that gift is peace and goodwill to everyone and if you want to receive that right here right now Paul says in Romans 10 verse 9 if we believe in our hearts confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord believe that God the Father raised his son from the grave will be saved that's the gift to receive that you you can't work for it you can't earn it you just have to receive it maybe this is a reset moment for you whether it was a pink coat or the word of God today that's like hey I've been chasing after other things in Christmas and I missed Christ I want to chase after that light and I want to be so full of that light that it shines so bright through all the cracks that I've got. <laughs> People see Jesus. Just, just pray this prayer with me. Would you repeat after me? Everyone in the house, just repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus, I know what it's like to walk in darkness. I'm ready to receive the light. I believe that you came, that you died, and that you rose again for my sins. Come into my heart. Be Lord over my life. Help me to share the light that you put in me. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll just stay in the moment if you don't mind. Heads bowed, eyes closed, stay in the moment. This is a holy moment. We just sang that song, holy, holy, holy. Two questions, first question is always this. If God's word spoke to you today in season or what you're going through, would you just let me know, give me a thumbs up. All heads are bowed, eyes are closed. I just want to know God speaking to you today. Look at that, wow, all over the room. That's for you. I, I do that because that God, a lot of us are looking for evidence. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for yet not seen. God is touching you. He's just getting started. He's going to light that light in you so bright. Watch, watch as the blessings flow to you and through you. And the second question is this. If, if you prayed that prayer for the first time or came back to him this morning and invited him into your heart, would you just give me a thumbs up? Thank you. Awesome, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise God. Well, you can open your eyes now. We're gonna continue to worship. I believe this next song, our birthday girl wrote, is that right? Oh yeah, she did. So you sing it with us, sing it with her with all your heart. And as we're singing, we know that part of our being in this family is walking the walk that Christ walked and being obedient and, and he said in the great commission to go into all the world baptizing in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and we fill it right here on my left this tank out of faith every Sunday we fill it out of obedience and if you're wondering what baptism is about it says in Romans that when we are when we go under the water first of all baptism means baptizo in the Greek which means to be immersed it says that we go to the grave we are buried with Christ when we come up out of the water we are resurrected with Christ get ready get ready get ready if that's you and you want to step in 
just come on down. We've got clothes and towels, and this just, it's the most beautiful act of worship we can ever give to our Heavenly Father in obedience to Him. But let's just worship together. If you want to come down up front and worship, if you need prayer, come on up and worship. Let's give praise to our God. Come on.